Nutrition is remarkable in its ability to have people with completely opposite views saying they have science to support completely opposite views. Frustrating, isn't it? What are we supposed to believe? Welcome to Dynamism Biohacking. My name is Dr. Matt Hammett, wellness and nutrition expert, lifestyle trainer, and movement enthusiast. And each week, I'm going to share with you how to make the right nutritious choices despite conflicting expert opinions, where I help you to discover how to unlock your inner aborigine or your inner greatness. Thank you for spending this time with me today. So let's get into the training. The strength of our hearts and thoughts to receive wisdom is like that of a piano. If the keys are kept properly tuned in harmony with one another, beautiful music is created. If not, then there's only chaos. When our hearts are primed and ready to receive wisdom, they will produce a heavenly song and joyous harmonies. An iron will is something all human beings are capable of creating. Dynamic people use their willpower as part of their routine in daily life so as to create these melodies of sorts. Psychologists know that individuals who exhibit better control of their attention, emotions, and actions are always better off than the caged people. More and more, research from academic institutions and professors are demonstrating that dynamic people who use their willpower have happier and healthier relationships. They are better off financially and healthier than the caged people. They are better able to deal with conflict and overcome adversity. They even live longer. The ability to control one's passions is a better predictor of academic success than your score on the SAT. Willpower is also a strong detriment of effective leadership than charisma. And that leads me to dynamism biohack, the iron will. Dynamism is the enthusiastic quality or charism that dynamic people possess that characterizes them by their vigorous action and progress. They step outside that it's genetic cliche, the blame it, name it, and tame it with a drug approach into what I call true health. This is the health class your doctor doesn't know, the wellness prevention and health promotion solution, how to get and stay well for a lifetime. That's dynamism. Award-winning Dr. Kelly McConigal, a professor at Stanford, has devoted her life to the scientific insights about self-control that explain how we can break old habits and create healthy habits, conquer procrastination, find our focus, and manage stress. Her research has discovered ways to train our brains to improve our willpower for self-control. A cobra remains a snake, no matter how many times it sheds its skin. Once upon a time lived a village girl who dusted the cobwebs each day from her house. And one time while cleaning, she also prayed, Oh God, as I am cleaning this room, will you please cleanse my heart? And God spoke to her saying, Daughter, 
you will have to wash the place again and again as long as the spiders remain. For it is better that you drive the spiders from your house. She was not able to drive them out because they were hidden from her and too smart to be caught. Likewise, it takes an iron will to struggle against our defeating cage version of ourselves mindset. A dynamic person can remove those deeper layers with the proper training for the brain for willpower. What is the number one way to get more willpower? Meditation. Neuroscientists have discovered that when you train your brain for meditation, you get better at a vast amount of things. Your meditation muscle improves. You build a full range of muscles for self-control, attention, focus, stress management, impulse control, and self-awareness. The repetition of this practice carves new neural pathways, making your brain a willpower machine. In fact, the more you meditate, the more gray matter you develop in the prefrontal cortex, as well as regions of the brain that support self-awareness. No other animal species can do that. Kelly often cites a study done with just three hours of meditation practice that led to improved attention and self-control. Other studies measured meditation with an amount of time spent. 11 hours of meditation showed actual anatomical changes in the brain. There were new neural connections between regions of the brain important for ignoring distractions, staying focused and controlling impulses. Another study measured daily meditation over two months and found amazing results. It led to increased self-awareness in daily life, as well as an increase in gray matter in corresponding areas of the brain. So we now have the science to prove that meditation increases blood flow to the prefrontal cortex, just like bodybuilders building their muscle. The brain is adapting to meditation exercise, the same way muscles build when they are working out during physical exercise. Suzanne Sagerstrom is a prominent psychologist from the University of Kentucky. Studies how She studies how states of mind like stress and hope influence the body. It was she who found that self-control has a biological signature, much the same way stress does. So training the brain for self-control and willpower set into play a coordinated set of biological changes in the brain and the body, which help resist temptation and override self-destructive habits. Suzanne calls those changes the pause and plan response, much the same way as our fight or flight response. You know, we've been revisiting the fight or flight response often throughout this training. But for the moment, let me give you a very clear overture of this ancient human response. When we feel stressed, our sympathetic nervous system by its very name sympathizes and kicks in the fight or flight response. For our ancestors, it was helpful when their life was threatened by a saber-toothed tiger but not so useful for modern man when we are stressed about our day at work. 
The fight or flight response can destroy our willpower. Therefore, to cultivate our self-control, dynamic people choose the pause and plan response by consciously directing their minds to a more positive, engaging response. In other words, your conscious mind puts the brakes on your impulses and the gas pedal on the prefrontal cortex. Your prefrontal cortex communicates the need for self-control to lower brain regions that regulates your heart rate, blood pressure, breathing, and other automatic functions. Instead of speeding everything up during the fight or flight response, you consciously choose your pause and plan response. Your heart slows down, your blood pressure stays normal, and you take deep breaths, relaxing your body instead of priming your muscles for action. And this technique is explored in depth in our video training, for those of you who want to dive deeper into self-mastery, again, go to the newlifefamilychiropractic.net slash tools to see the video training on breathing techniques that we did. And again, the chiropractic adjustment, what does that do? It helps turn on the pause and plan response, right? As you get locked in that sympathetic overdrive because of the subluxation of the spine. So talked a bit about that in the move driver of the dynamic health. So anyway, iron will breath, right? Slowing the rate of your breathing activities, slowing the rate of your breathing activates the pause and plan response when your body wants to initiate the ancient stress response. So breathing deeper and more slowly activates the prefrontal cortex and it increases your heart rate variability, which helps shift the brain and body from a state of stress to self-control mode. So Kelly, well, she recommends a slow breath to four to six breaths per minute that comes to 10 to 15 seconds per breath. So deep breathing is an excellent opportunity to try this breathing exercise, which will help initiate your pause and plan response the next time you're faced with a saber-toothed tiger. (laughs) That was a joke. I thought it was silly. Anyway, so again, the breathing exercise is simple. You breathe in for a count of four, and you exhale for a count of six. So you do that about two to three times, right? Inhale for the count of four. Exhale for a count of six. I'm already relaxed, are you? So you want to do that two to three times. And that turns on the pause and plan response. So breath training should be part of your daily meditation training. You know, even a caged person can do this training. A dynamic person is going to add exercise to their training for the optimum results. So to boost your willpower, brain studies validate three practices scientifically. Meditation, slow breathing, and exercise with proper spinal hygiene. So exercise for willpower. And surprisingly, to increase your five pillars of a dynamic health, 
exercise in the body builds the brain circuitry as well. Like I indicated earlier, working on just one of the pillars works all five of the pillars of a dynamic health because they are dynamic in a continuum of constant motion, interconnectedness, and interplay. Exercises show increases in brain cells, gray and white matter, and the insulation on brain cells, which increases their ability to conduct electricity to each other, to, to communicate better and stronger. Working out also enhances the biology of self-control by increasing baseline heart rate variability and training the brain. So physical exercise and meditation make your brain bigger and faster. The prefrontal cortex shows the largest training effect. Do you remember how 80% of the excitatory input that electrical energy generation is created to the brain? Do you remember how it's initiated? Yeah, if there's anything you get from this training, you better know that it comes from proper spinal hygiene, spinal alignment, and the movement of the spine, right? How many steps do we want to do? Yeah, around 15,000 for the brain and the body. 10,000 makes the cardiologist happy, but it's not enough. We want to make the brain happy, and for that, you need 15,000 steps. If you recall, basic neuroscience teaches that the mechanoreceptors are responsible for the generation of input to the brain's charge. And Nobel Prize winner Dr. Roger Speary Well, he teaches that the movement of the spine is what is responsible for 90% of the nutrients that generates the neurological electricity or the charge the brain essentially needs. And it's comparable to the over 30,000 species of fish with the lateral line system. In other words, for the optimum benefit of brain plasticity, We need a properly aligned spine with lots of movement and good posture for the greater part of the day. So in taking care of our spinal hygiene in this way, we amplify our brain power with meditation, deep breathing, and exercise. Got it? A famous psychologist, Heidi Grant Halverson, spends her life studying the science of motivation and communication. Her research confirms the idea that self-control is like a muscle that can build and grow with daily workouts. In fact, recent research is demonstrating that engaging in daily routines like the strategies from this training of the five pillars of a dynamic health along with exercises, keeping track of your finances, and what you were eating, or just remembering to sit up with better posture every time you think of it, can help you develop your overall self-control capacity. You know, one study moms will be super excited about, it's a study done by Heidi. And she says that students who stuck to a daily exercise program not only got physically healthier, but they also became more likely to wash dishes instead of leaving them in the sink and less likely to impulsively spend money. (laughs) So in this training, I talk a lot about making small incremental changes like the Korowai people, the tree houses, right? Back in How to Eat a Dinosaur in the training we did earlier. 
and that those small incremental changes have a huge impact in the long haul. The most important neural program we are building while engaging our cope driver is the habit of noticing what you are about to do and choosing to do the most difficult thing instead of the easiest, the right thing. Dynamic people exercise their brains with willpower routines to coach the brain to pause before acting. The triviality of the assignments may help this process. Tasks may be challenging, but they in no way are overwhelming. Self-control does require careful attention, but it is not going to trigger intense feelings of deprivation. Keep in mind. If you put an amoeba in a petri dish and ask it to move towards something it does not like, it will refuse to. It will always move toward what it wants. You and I have 75 trillion amoebas living inside us. So keep in mind that while strong willpower may be a strong tactic, it is only one exercise while the rest is about rebuilding your biology your gene expression through your daily lifestyle choices, your five pillars of a dynamic health, lifestyle choices. Remember, while building willpower is a tactic in the long haul of this five-pillar process I'm revealing in this training, it's not about the willpower, it is about biology. In other words, iron willpower will never be enough because you have to learn how dynamic people reprogram their biology through engaging all of the incremental strategies and tools contained in the five pillars of a dynamic health tool set. So the concept of variability behavior introduces a fun exercise to our engagement. Dynamic people aim to reduce the variability behavior day to day. They view every choice they're going to make during the day as a small commitment to future choices. A little commitment creates a synergy effect, compounding willpower experience for the day. So for example, Instead of asking, do I want to eat this ice cream now? Ask yourself, do I want the consequences of eating this ice cream every afternoon for the next year? See, another example I like is motivation gusto. If you've been putting something off, you know, that you know you should do, try this out. Instead of asking, would I rather do this today or tomorrow? Ask yourself, do I want the consequences of always putting this off? See, the two most empowering self-questions are these. Number one, when, when do I get stuck making poor decisions, right? For me, it's not preparing my lunch before work at my set time each day. Number two, do you want the consequences of making the less than optimal decision every day of your life? See, Dynamic people certainly do not. And from this perspective, it is a lot easier to make the right choice. Understand? All right. So what are some stress strategies that work? Well, the American Psychological Association says the most effective stress release strategies are as follows. You ready? Exercising or playing sports. Praying or attending a religious service. Reading a book. Listening to music. Spending time with friends and with family. (laughs) Getting a massage. Getting a regular chiropractic adjustment. All right, I admit it. I added that last bullet point. But 
Perhaps one day they will admit the importance of regular spinal hygiene and chiropractic care when they will stop viewing chiropractic and natural health as a threat to big pharma. As you know from the move driver, regular spinal hygiene and chiropractic care generates the energy to the brain, the mitochondria, by afferent input. That input following the chiropractic adjustment and amplifying all these amazing strategies, these amazing stress strategies that are endorsed by the American Psychological Association. All right? So again, go outside for a walk, meditation or doing yoga, spending time with a creative hobby, listening to a podcast like this, right? The least effective strategies are going to be gambling, shopping, smoking, drinking, eating, playing video games, surfing the internet, and sitting on your butt watching TV or movies for more than two hours. Dynamic people understand the difference between the strategies that work and the plans that do not. The stress strategies that work boost mood-enhancing brain chemicals like serotonin, GABA, and the love biomolecule, oxytocin. (laughs) These chemicals also shut down the fight-or-flight stress response, reduces stress hormones in the body, and turns on the healing relaxation response. So when we are stressed, we tend to forget about these strategies. Not because they don't work, but because we fail to direct our conscious to that prefrontal cortex of the brain and take control of our choice, our personal power. In other words, having this list engages the front part of your brain, which is essential when we pause and plan. Love thyself. One of the biggest single predictors for depression comes from being hard on yourself. Research shows that self-criticism is consistent with less motivation and lack of self-control. Dynamic people are supportive and kind to to themselves, especially in the face of stress and failure. A study at Carleton University in Ottawa, Canada tracked the procrastination of students over an entire semester. Most students tend to put off studying until the day before the examination. Do you know of any? (laughs) The students who chose to be hard on themselves for procrastination were more likely to procrastinate than students who forgave themselves. The harder they were on themselves about procrastinating the the first time, the longer they delayed for the next exam. It was forgiveness, not guilt, that helped them get back on track. The moral of the story is simple. Dynamic people know it is important to hold high standards and it is crucial to be nice to ourselves when we fall short. The key to remember is that everybody makes mistakes and experiences setbacks. How we handle these setbacks matters more than the fact that they happened. Kelly teaches us that we all have a tendency to believe self-doubt and self-criticism. But listening to this voice never gets us closer to our goals. Instead, try to the point of view of a mentor or a good friend who believes in you, wants the best for you, and will encourage you when you feel discouraged. Dynamic people know that using guilt, stress, shame, and fear, well, they don't motivate us 
or fuel our willpower. People who have the greatest self-control are not waging self-war. They have learned to accept, integrate, and fail forward to a higher consciousness and personal power. In the words of one of the greatest thinkers and revolutionists of our time, Albert Einstein, he says this, and I quote him. From the standpoint of daily life, however, there is one thing we do know, that we are here for the sake of each other, above all for those upon whose smile and well-being our own happiness depends on, and also for the countless unknown souls with whose fate we are connected by a bond of sympathy. Many times a day I realize how much my own outer and inner life is built upon the labors of my fellow men, both living and dead, and how earnestly I must exert myself in order to give in return as much as I have received. You know, for me, as I shared many times in this training and in my life, I cannot raise the dead or bring my family back to life from the dead. What I can do is help the living lighten up, move better, and live fuller. If you are a current patient in our office, I love you. Thank you so much for your confidence in us. If you are not a patient, I certainly would love to meet you someday. Go to our website, newlifefamilychiropractic.net. And also, I just want to remind everyone that we got the same 24 hours in a day. I'm no busier than you are, but if your goal is to live a happier, healthier, and fuller life, You've got to learn to manage yourself. And that means managing your movement, which drives your energy. When we better manage our energy, we're better able to be more present and vibrant and enjoy our life. We're better able to manage our five pillars of a dynamic health. You deserve a life that is peaceful, that is balanced, that is happy, where you have tons of good health. The health that you need, the health that is on demand when you need it most. You see, because health doesn't come to you, it comes from you. It is a fruit that is grown and earned. And I know we all heard the genetic cliche, the blame it, name it, and tame it with a drug approach. But the truth is, the solution doesn't lie with more drugs and surgeries. The solution lies with you. You know it's not so much of a healthcare crisis as it is a self-care crisis in our world today. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I love you. I love hearing from you. So don't forget to reach out to me. Let me know what you thought about this episode. Do so by whatever is your favorite social media platform. Send me a message there. Let me know that you listened to this episode and what you thought of it. And as always, I appreciate it in advance anyone who is kind enough to write a review. That is the ultimate gift. I appreciate you very much for that. I love spending this time with you. I'm Dr. Matt Hammett reminding you to lighten up, move better, and live fuller. Until next, Dynamism Biohack.